this truck has naughty words. Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? Sexy Selfish Tribe. Today we are chatting with Jessica Davey. Jess and I have been friends for a few years now. We were actually in business together about three years ago and that's really where I got to know her a little bit better. But today I want to open up the floor and let her share her journey with you. From joining the Navy at just 17, traveling the world, to growing a six-figure business in network marketing, to finally having a massive lifestyle change this year and deciding that she is going to be successful and happy even after leaving a network marketing company. So it's a really, really interesting chat. I know you guys are going to get a lot out of it, especially if you are in network marketing or if you have been in network marketing. And what we really want to do with this podcast is just let you know that you're not alone, that you know, it's not all how a life looks on Instagram squares, but that also that you can be happy and successful in whatever you decide to do. There's no one specific formula for it. So that's enough for me. Let's get stuck straight into the chat. I have so much to share with you guys. Um, and hang on, because at the end, Jess is going to share where you can actually follow her and ask her some more questions on Facebook as well. So Enjoy. So Jess, it's been a big year for you. Why don't you tell me about the transformation you've recently been through? Yeah, cool. Um, hey everyone, I'm Jess. So yeah, it's been the biggest year of my life actually. <laughs> it's been pretty crazy. But um, for the last, well, it would have been five and a half years, I had been a part of a network marketing company and it was basically my everything. Like everyone who knew me knew I was a part of it. Um, it was the first thing I thought about it, like in the morning, it was the first thing I thought about at night. Um, and it really, it really was a huge passion of mine for a long, long time. And I think that really started because I, I made a massive decision, um, leaving the Navy. So I did that for six years. And really, when I think back to making that decision in my life, it was really about, taking ownership of doing something I wanted to like when I wanted to do that everyone was like what like you're not fit like you know I was 17 years old I had never left home um you know brought up in a religion where I was really you know secure like secured and not really being a part of the world as such and for me to just go and do that was a massive step for me personally and to go through that and then achieve everything I did in that I guess, career, it really, it really brought out an ambition in me. And it really made me want to, I guess, face more challenges like that to grow myself. And when so I came across this... Navy, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
And then I came across um, network marketing. And for me, it was the positive energy, like the people that I had met. It wasn't about the money. I didn't need the money. Um, yeah, I didn't have time, but I loved what I did at the time. So that wasn't a big factor for me either. It was just the positivity. And that's when really personal development came into my life. And being a part of that business, it really was just about that, just wanting to be around high quality people, positive energy and learning and growing myself. And then once I'd been a part of that, I was only a part of it for six months, um, I left the Navy. And that was a huge decision for me. And I think because I did that, I kind of had this pressure on me to do well, like because everyone I knew knew I left and I left for a business and everyone just thought I was crazy. You know, I was on a massive income at the time and, um, you know, a career people were really proud of. But for me, I was kind of, I was done. I knew at that time that I needed to do something else. So coming into network marketing in that sense, I think I've always started that journey thinking from an ego space, not from a space of what do I really want and what's good for me and what, you know, really thinking and diving deep into my soul and thinking, why am I here? I really did things from an ego space and I did that for a long time. However, I didn't know, obviously at the time, I just thought I was doing everything right. But yeah, and I think for me, a couple of years ago it was, um, no, it was three years ago now, I really saw a change in my business. So I'd been in the business for three years and I was super close to some massive goals that I had. And it was another decision, I guess, that I made. And um, me and my partner moved to Adelaide. So we didn't know anyone in Adelaide besides a few team members. Um, We were living in Cairns at the time. And basically for us, it was, again, just like a gut feeling. And I was just like, I don't really know why, but I think we should move there. My partner just finished up in the Navy as well. So we had a free removal to go wherever we wanted to. And obviously we just, we just dived in again and did that. And we're both people, I guess, in that sense of if something feels like it's right or like we have like a gut instinct, we just follow it. So um, moving to Adelaide was one of the best and worst things I've done. Um, and that really stemmed from my transformation this year, I guess. For us, we went in and I think it was in one month, our business like tripled and we just weren't ready for it. Like we honestly weren't and we weren't ready for it mentally. We weren't ready for it physically. We weren't ready for it in our relationship and it just stemmed up a lot of stuff. And one thing I've learned this year is if you really ask for something, be really clear and be ready because it's going to (laughs) come. Like I was always like, yes, yes, I want it. And then I got it. And I think for myself, I thought I would be happy. I thought I would feel free. I thought I would be this different person and thought my life would be so different. And then it happened and it didn't. And then I was like, just like kind of devastated. Like I had this goal for so long and I got there and I was just like, I really wasn't happy. Like I was happy in some senses, but truly to my soul, I wasn't feeling that alignment I wasn't feeling free and that was a massive like it really like shocked my system it really made me dive into personal personal development on a deeper level so yeah I just I just remember feeling completely broken completely lost however 
I was surrounded by so many people like on the outside, my life just looked like picture perfect. Like I, I was making more money than I ever had. I, you know, had been in an amazing relationship for a long time. I had these beautiful friends, my soul tribe, like the people in our business were people that I like wished and dreamed for. However, I just felt so like in a space where I shouldn't have been. And it was just, it was just a really crazy time. Yeah. So, um, it's been a big year. And for me, I guess, cause like for those of you that don't know, Jess and I have been friends for a long time. We were actually within the same company together. And I remember there was, um, a time probably about, when was it? March last year, March or May last year. And we were in Thailand and we're having a lot of conversations about we can see so much potential, but there's, there's, there were these things inside us that didn't feel right. And we weren't sure if they were ever going to feel right. So knowing that it took like from March to like, how, when was it? January, February, where you took a step back? I'm not sure. But what was, what kind of happened? Why did it take so long for you? Like knowing internally that something wasn't right for a long time to actually taking the leap and, and making a change. Yeah, it was the stories that I had cemented in my brain. So for me, it was like, you started this, you've got to finish it. You know, we always used to get told, like, you're going to have winters, like things are just are not going to go your way. So I really brought into my own stories. I really thought it was because of that stuff and not actually me realizing that I wasn't in alignment with the business anymore. So a lot of it was fear. And I actually really started to um, learn and I suppose grow and understand what that was when I stepped away from the company. So I, for the first time, did a course and it was all about journaling and it was all about how to journal, how to really um, dive deep into your limiting beliefs. And I was still a part of the company for a year after that. But that was the first thing that I did that really made me, I guess, look at my life, look at where I was and why I was feeling the way I was with what I had. And for me, after really diving into that, that was a practice that I do still today every day is journaling. It's just a way for me to really brain dump all the thoughts in my mind, to really get clear on what it is that I am working for why I feel I'm here, what I want to do with my life and how I can put that into reality, I guess. So that is what the first thing was, was really learning about journaling. I'd always really been big on reading and listening to, I guess, entrepreneurs and people who had, you know, helped people and made a difference in the world. Um, And I was big on gratitude, always being really grateful for my life. But the shift for me was energy. The shift with me was, um, I guess, just before making that step, I, I just realized that I hadn't had any time away from the people in that company. So for a long time, all the people I was surrounded by were a part of that company. So I knew for me to really know in my heart if what it was, um, is I needed to just step away. So I was someone who was very much, I guess, inspired to be a good leader and good mentors, always there for people, was always at the events early. I was at every single event. I was helping out. 
So it was a massive thing for me to just not show up. Um, however, as the type of person I am, I did communicate how I was feeling with everyone in my team, everyone above me. And I feel like it came from a place of love and gratitude in that space, even though I was going through quite a hard time. So for me, stepping away, just having some time on my own, and it was probably only a couple of weeks and I just felt this like weight, like just just shift somewhere in my body where I just felt happy and it was it was sad and it was scary because I I actually thought it was going to be the opposite I thought stepping away would make me more passionate and more driven and want to go back but it actually really pulled me in another direction and just at that time is when I connected with someone who I knew through that business that had started something else which is what I end up um, following and going into um so yeah i think for me biggest thing was understanding the impact of people you surround yourself with and if you're feeling lost or you're you know you're thinking that maybe the business isn't aligned with you anymore i really recommend just taking some space because you'll know you'll know straight away and that's exactly how i felt and it wasn't even just that it was the ripple effect from that that was like I started to get closer to my family, to my partner, because we had time. I really hadn't realized how much time in my life I had dedicated, not just my time, but my energy to. And a big thing for me was the end of month, the volume points every single month. Like I've never been someone who's had anxiety or stress. And, and for me, for the last you know year or so before that, it was such a terrible time. I remember being at my computer and on the phones and like just end of month was the worst day of the month for me. It was so stressful and I had a lot of pressure to do things that just didn't feel right for me at that time. And I wanted a business that generated income where I didn't feel like I had to keep putting money into it all the time for recognition as such. And you know, recognition is a big thing that drives me and I've learned that. But I just, for me now, I'd rather be recognized for who I am, for the impact that I'm having than, you know, hitting certain um, promotions or, you know, growth in my business, especially if it's coming from a place where it's not authentic, it's not actually, um, how do I explain that? Yeah, it's not forced, there's no pressure there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally get it. And I guess my goal with this conversation, I mean, people who are completely happy in network marketing and they're in the little yeah. bubble of their company, they're not going to look for this podcast. They're not going to find it. They're not going to listen the whole way through it. But people who are, you know, they're, they're recognizing that little bit of in alignment. They're feeling like maybe they've got questions that aren't being answered or things don't feel right or they're not sure if that's, this is the conversation that they're going to find and hear. And I just want to make sure that they know they're not alone and that there is a life after this and there there can be happiness after this um after network marketing so what was just like and i mean i know because we were friends but what was just (laughs) like the just two years ago compared to the just today yeah okay oh that's crazy actually reliving that um look to be honest a lot of it probably wasn't seen a lot of it was hidden I was very good at hiding my true feelings and emotions um I think too a big thing was because I had such 
you know, relationships and friendships with my team, I had to be really careful about what I shared and what I didn't um, at the start anyway. You know, I had a lot of pressure again from people above me trying to make me into this person and like you can't get too close to your team and, you know, it's a no problems attitude and it was really about just like getting on with it and not sharing true feelings. It was really about only sharing positive stuff and only showing, sharing the good side and not actually sharing the truth. And I think even though that was told that I, in some ways, and I, I feel like that's really why I built such great relationships with my team was because I was real a lot of the time when I was feeling crap, I really shared that. I couldn't hide it. You know, I tried to, but... Um, You're awful at hiding my, it. The, yeah, the real me really wanted to come out. She was screaming inside, just like, be Jess, like the world needs you. But um, it took a long time to let that out. But I guess the type of person I was, was um, I had this like kind of, like I remember actually connecting with a girl who's just joined my new business who I actually knew in the Navy and she actually followed me into my network marketing company and she said to me, like, you are the best that I've seen you. And I was like, wow, that's really cool that you can see that because I truly believe that. And she said, you know, in the Navy, you were this party girl. You just like had fun. You weren't really serious. Like you didn't really think about the future. And that's true. I was, I was like that. And then coming into my business, when she saw me, she was just like, you were just like, you weren't giving me eye contact. You weren't present. You were just go, go, go. I felt this energy of like, you're better than me. And I feel like that's the type of person I became. I became this person because of this level I got to in my business and because of the money I was making. In some sense, my energy shifted to that sort of person that thought that I was better than that them. And I was this incredible leader. And, um, you know, I think a big part of that in the company too was you had to wear your pin everywhere. You had to like, you were that pin. You weren't Jess, you weren't Shona. You were, you know, whatever pin it is in your business or however you rank. But, and for me, I know when I used to put that on, you know, when I first got it, it was about like, oh my gosh, I'm so proud of myself. And this represents all the people I've helped. And then it turned into me being this person of like authority and I'm better than this person. And, and I guess even like, um, like we had to sit in different places and it just kind of like it shifted you. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but it just made me it feel creates, different. First them mentality. Yeah. Not only with the fact that it's like our company versus all the other companies or the people who are in network marketing versus the people who are like, and I'm saying this, you can't hear it with, with the quotes. So don't take me seriously, but the people that are too dumb to join network marketing or don't see the light, it creates that very much us versus them. And that's exactly what, you know, placing people in certain seatings, giving people, um, you know, pins, people wearing their wealth versus people that aren't within a company. It creates that, want that fear of missing yeah. out but at some point at the start you kind of don't realize but at some point after a while that pin starts to get heavy yeah. and I don't know I stopped wearing mine and I got in, I got in trouble for it but it just didn't yeah. like to wear anymore towards the yeah. end and I, I honestly and I mean agree where they are now <laughs> a big thing too coming back to like the pressure and yeah like the separation was like um 
you know, there was another rank that you had to requalify every year. And if you didn't, you didn't get to sit in certain places, especially when we moved back to Brisbane. And it used to make you feel like shit. Like you were like, people see that I'm this person and I haven't requalified for that. So there was a lot of like just pressure. I always felt like there was like a force between things. It wasn't just in flow and ease. And, um, and I think that's what really made me sick you know and that was a big thing that stepped me away from the business was I couldn't physically use the products anymore and you know if you're in network marketing you know that the products are the business and I think for me too like looking now in the business I'm in now it's it's all about attraction marketing it's all about myself I'm my own brand where before my body was my it was all about how I looked Um, because it was in health and wellness. So I had this pressure in my life as well about what I ate, how much I trained, how my body looked. And I really got into this massive, like, destructive mindset around self-love and loving myself and how I looked. I compared myself all the time. I was always, you know, doing these, like, three-day, five-day challenges to try to smash weight, and then I just gain it back. You know, having the pressure again of people above you saying, you know, if you lose weight, you're going to make more money. So you like just had this like constant battle between health, relationships and your business. It just took over my whole life. It wasn't even just about that company and me anymore. It was about what it like choices I made every single day. And don't get me wrong. I love to exercise. That's a big part of who I am. I'm so passionate about health, but now the Jess, I don't even count calories. I don't do anything. I eat intuitionally. Like I eat for my body. I listen to my body. I'm connected to myself now. There's no, there's no pressure about taking photos half naked and posting them on Facebook. Like that's how I used to do my business where now it's my smile. Now it's my, um, my knowledge, my value. And it's just been a massive shift. And I think for me, um, you know, when I found my new business, I went to an event and the three things that stood out to me. And let me just say, I went into that thinking, I'm going into this to stop other people going into it. That was my mindset. I was going there because I knew people from my previous company had gone there. And I was like, I've got to check this out. I've seen it all over social media. I walked in. I knew absolutely no one. The only person I knew wasn't there yet. I had 10 people come up and hug me and say, welcome. When I went to get my um, tag, it had Jessica on it. And I think that was a huge thing for me, like talking about the pin is, I'm going to get emotional, but I seen that tag and I was like, holy shit, that says my name. People are here to know me as me. and that, that, I guess, event coming from my previous events, it was all people in that company. It was all about that specific company where this was entrepreneurs that have written books. This was spiritual healers, impasse. This was energy. Um, this was just another level of personal development and spiritual connection I hadn't been a part of ever. And it was what I'd been missing. You know, I, I always saw gratitude and mindset, but I never had the energy component and that's what's transforming this year is really understanding not just energy in the world and energy in other people and in life in myself 
And looking back and looking at the energy I had two years ago to now, it's a totally different face. It's authentic. It's just real and raw. It's emotional. I'm very open to share my struggles. I'm not telling people I'm a millionaire anymore. Like I'm just living my life, doing my thing. And it's really shown like, I mean, I came back from that event two days in and in my previous business, I, I think I did a couple of videos with people, but I never did a live video. And I did my first live video on social media and I've never stopped. And I just, I didn't care. Like I always had these stories holding me back. Like you got to wear makeup. You've got to look like this. You've got to like be in the beach. You've got to be in these special places or you've got to have this background. And I just, it was all too much for me. And I guess coming back from that and just having my name tag, being, I guess, around people who accepted me for me and not, I had no idea what rank or what, where people were at, how much money they were earning. No one shared that. It was all just about you being the best you. And that for me is all I want for me and for other people. And that means time, freedom, money, freedom, you know, being able to share your message to the world. Well, sign me up, baby. Like that's what I'm about. So for me, that I think that was huge was just the energy component. That's what's really shifted me and just understanding that you have the choice to change today, right now. It doesn't matter if you've given 10, 20, 30 years to something. Like I guess it's the same as a career. Like I know six years in the Navy. I did five years in network marketing. I'm six months into my new business. Um, it's just time is an illusion, really. Like people sometimes stop themselves because of time. I'm too old or I've, I've dedicated too much time. I've got kids. I've got a job. It doesn't matter. If, it's, if you're serious about something, you'll make time. We all have 24 hours in a day. And, you know, if you listen to Shona, get an egg timer. That's what I did. Changed my life. <laughs> life changing. Life changing. It's yeah. hard. It's that balance between, like, knowing that time is an illusion, but also knowing, like, I have to get shit done and I need to, like, focus yeah. and check this. It's a funny, funny dynamic. Yeah. Like... And I, I totally get what you're saying. And I just want to like, if we can go a little bit more into that about the fact that yeah. living, and this is what I see so many women do is they almost trade a little bit of themselves when they get too involved in network marketing because they start living and becoming a brand, which is yeah. great. But then what they do yeah. is they start to ignore those little soul nudges from the universe about who they really are. They almost dull off their own personality to fit a brand. Did, is that what you found? Yeah. So to be honest, when I first started in the business, because I had been working in the Navy, I maybe had four or five days off a year. Like I didn't have time. I did that for six years. And I remember when I left and I had time, <clears throat> I really had no freaking clue who I was. I had no idea what I liked. I couldn't plan in my life for so long. So like, to go on holiday or something, it was like never affirmed to like, I never did sport. I never, I still today it's on my list. I haven't been to a concert because I just couldn't book things in advance because that was my life. And then all of a sudden I went from no time to so much time. And I literally went into like a depression state for a couple of months because, you know, I'd gone from a huge income to like nothing and like living with a partner I'd been with for a few years and he was pretty much supporting me. So there was a massive change there in my life. But then like 
through the hardest times in your life is some of the best times for growth. That's honestly where you really learn who you are and what you're capable of. And that stems such a beautiful, I guess, security in my relationship, knowing that we both have been there for each other financially. We have both been there, for, you know, through some really tough times. So I guess for me, um, yeah, like I think, when I first saw success in my business, this is being honest, was when I didn't listen to anyone. I just did what I felt worked for me. I actually stepped away from my mentor who did everything and everyone just followed her, started my own page, just started my own stuff because I, I did. I saw things in there that I was like, I don't want that to follow on in my team. I had a lot of respect for her. I saw that she had success in many areas, but I also saw a lot of things in her and her business that I didn't want. So I think one of the first things is to be brave enough if you feel, it doesn't matter if you're brand new to a business or you've been in the business for 10 years, everyone should be teachable. Everyone should listen to everyone because we all have gifts. We all have knowledge. We all can help each other. And I think at some points in, in network marketing, because you're at a certain point, people at that top stop being teachable. They stop listening. They don't listen to the people down here. And that's the biggest mistake I think there is. And lose, I guess coming back to the brand, a big thing about it is that balance between your life and your business. Like how much, I think one of the things I had to ask myself was, is this really a business? Because for me, it was a job. I was working over 40 hours a week, doing things like flyers, advertising, three-way calls, talking to people. You know, I remember my partner working all day, coming back, and I would be on a phone call or doing a Zoom call or doing something. And, yeah, I get it. Sometimes you've got to put in that time, but it just didn't stop. It got more and more. The higher I went, the more work I had. And I was like, but where's the time here? I'm like, I saw so many potential people to do well in the business that couldn't because of the business structure. I felt that people who had kids or people who were working full time, like I felt burnt out and I did it full time. So I was like, well, how is this duplicatable for mums and for people who, you know, have three or four kids? And, you know, obviously you having kids, I saw the battles. Like I didn't have, I don't have kids yet. So I didn't really understand that until being around, you know, you Shona and, and like a few other people in our team that had, and I watched them, really like have that mum guilt I guess like have that guilt of like oh they get another babysitter and you know they would just be like oh I, I didn't go like I didn't even have my daughter's birthday we did another week and like I just felt like people were not being realistic like you sometimes in business yeah it takes a few years to get to where you want to get to but what are you willing to sacrifice and really really looking at that and I guess having boundaries is probably a big thing. That's probably going to be the biggest thing to keep you not too involved in it because you will get involved in it. You're around people all the time. You'll be passionate. You'll get that first check and you'll be like thinking of the bee's knees, just like I did. Um, you'll make incredible friendships. Like, trust me, like I have nothing but love and gratitude for being a part of that. I learned so much in network marketing, like, it's actually helped me tremendously now in an automated platform because I've done the hard yards. Like I've been out in the rain delivering thousands of flyers. You know, I've been on phone calls, doing sales calls. 
So I have a lot more respect and time um, and I think I understand it coming from that point of view. Um, but yeah, I think definitely having boundaries and just understanding that, um, yeah, what it is that you're willing to sacrifice and just being happy with that. Cause I've even had conversations with people now who are like, you know, I, I missed two years of my son's life and I did all these things. So yeah, just being really clear on, on your boundaries and setting that being present in the time that you're doing your business and present in the time with your family. I know you are loving the podcast episode, but I just want to take a few seconds to let you know about an exciting announcement. Sexy Selfish is collaborating with her, him and bub to launch our official merch range so you can get t-shirts and mugs with our favorite hashtags and little quotes and slogans. The link to order is online at Sexy Selfish, or you can check out the link in our bio on our Instagram page, or check out the notes on the show notes of this podcast on SoundCloud, and the link will be there too. Don't forget when you receive your order to share your photos with us on social media and use the hashtag HumanAF. Um, management and all the techniques it's there so it is it is an incredible growing ground really and any network yeah. marketing industry so what I do mean you, yeah sorry yeah I was just gonna say like I think like personally like it's like one of the things I think people need to be open about is not thinking of this is all I'm gonna do I think you need to be open to whatever comes your way, other opportunities, because times are changing, right? Like, I mean, when I first started my network marketing business, we didn't have Facebook. So like, if you can imagine that, and then, you know, that transforming now, everything is online. So, you know, doing things like flies and, and stuff like that is not what is really going to grow your business now. It's really, everyone is on social media. Everyone's on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Everyone's like, you know, using more videos now than posts. Like you just got to have a look at what is happening in 2018. And I think yeah. for me, like when I started my business, it was like 2012. Yeah, it was just a different time. And back then things that I did, it really like, even looking back now, a lot of the people that came into my team directly from me was built on a relationship um, and it was doing things like internet ads, flyers. Um, it wasn't really family or friends. Like I had a few people maybe buy and try two products, but I never had people go and become leaders and, and develop their own teams and, and what so in my business. So, um, and even like looking at the leaders I had, one thing I realized is I did a lot of work for that person. Like I was growing their business underneath them. And that was because, yeah, I had a lot of passion. But when I really stopped doing that, I really saw what happened and I didn't feel the security. I didn't feel like I could just see that one day someone would leave and my whole team would change. I, I hated the fact I had to rely on other people for my own business. I wanted to be in charge. Um, yeah, so that was massive, massive for me as well. Yeah, and I get that as well because I got to the certain point where it's like I – I'm independent. I'm sick of relying on other people. I want to be in control of my business. And now I fully am. So how, like, this is an interesting topic because this is a conversation I've had quite a few times over the last few months about, 
you know, in the particular company we were in, you know, you did a lot of volunteer work. You put in a lot of hours without actually making any money. And sometimes that would happen for years. You know, you were volunteering time, you were training people, you were doing all this often with no financial reward. How do you think that affects people's story long-term of what they're worth? What they're worth. Okay. Like I've, um, I've just been chatting with lots of people who have, have dedicated years of their time and, you know, never, never hit above $500 a month type of thing. Yeah. And they've got this story in their health that you do everything for free. You volunteer, you volunteer, you volunteer, you don't get paid. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that definitely comes back to your self-worth. Um, I think people are afraid of money. People are, it's they be, like, you know, you look back to when you were, like I look back to when I grew up and, you know, you look at TV shows, right? I don't know. I was watching The Hills the other day <laughs> and I was like, these people are snobby. These people don't care about other people. Like, and these people are, you know, the ones with the Chanel bags and owning these big mansions. And, you know, there's like these stigmas around people with money um, that you see on TV, that you see in magazines, that you, you know, you're in school with, that you just, it's just like a, a, it's a story, basically. So like any story, you can rewrite it. And I think a massive thing to do if you are in that place of maybe you can't earn more than $500 or $1,000 is to rewrite your money story. Um, reprogram that blueprint. There are certain patterns in your life that are part of your unconscious um, from limiting beliefs and stories from when you're zero to seven. So things like maybe you can make $10,000 but all of a sudden you've only got $5,000 left like all the time. And that's because you don't believe that you can make more than $5,000 or there's a block there. So you need to work through that. And I do a lot of journaling around that myself. But I think when it comes to self-worth is to just look at your life and go, why not you? Like have a look at how many people are millionaires right now. Have a look at people who are not suffering and just living the pay to pay. And a lot of people who are in that stuck place is because the people around you are in the stuck place. So be open to joining courses, get around people that are doing and having what you want. If you want more money and you see someone making more money or you want more time or you want to be more happy or you want better relationships, find people who have that and ask them. They will tell you, they will give you what it is that you're looking for and go and do the same thing. Like save yourself thousands of dollars and talk to people that have what you want that's what i do and then duplicate it like it's not people just think there's a secret like what am i missing like what are these people doing like grant cardone tony robbins all these people um and it's simple shit and a lot of it just is daily actions every day it's just little things it's not really big stuff it's actually doing the work that you know you need to do it's like if you want to lose weight Eat, eat food for your body, move your body, drink water, sleep. You know, if, if you've got hormone issues, sort that out. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's things, we know what it is. And it's the same with like, you know, if, you're in a, if you've got like a pickle in your relationship right now, think of sometimes we take the easy way out. Sometimes it's easier for us to leave. Sometimes it's easy for us to just say, you know what, I'm done. But if you're really serious and you want something, you won't even think like that. 
you'll just automatically go into, okay, this is our situation. How do we change it? What do we need to do now? Like we all go through stuff all the time. That is life. And that is the thing that's between where you want to be and where you are now. So if you're saying to me, I want to make $10,000 a month and you still haven't done that, that's because you've got so much growth still to go before you can get there. There's things that you need to do. And it could be one thing as simple as saying yes to an opportunity. You know, to me, the one thing I needed to do was change businesses. The one thing I needed to do was really get so freaking vulnerable online and do live videos for me to actually be me and not be a person that I've been told to be for so long. Um, and it could be, it could be leaving a relationship. Maybe that's not serving you. You've got to make that decision. You will know what it is. Um, and it's m normally the most difficult thing. It's normally the thing that you're really like, I just don't yeah, want to do that. Do. I'll do everything else. Yeah. <laughs> don't let me do that. You know, I've lost more people in my life than I ever have, um, this year. Yeah. And so that's what I kind of wanted to ask about next. Like what happened? Yeah. What's the fallout been? What's the shittiest, worst? Like, yeah. Like okay. Listening to this are probably thinking, I want to change, but I yeah. know that it's going to like be a total shit storm. And I want people to know, yeah. yes, here's what happens, but you will be happy. It gets better. Yeah. There is a life after network marketing. The first thing I want to say to that is why do you care so much? Like, honestly, 90% of those people don't even matter. You're only friends with them because of your circumstance. You're only friends with them because you work with them, because they're a part of your company, because of whatever. And to be honest, the people that will stay are people that you want in your life. They're people who actually want and love you as a person and want to support you, not what you do. So that's my first thing. The biggest thing I did before making my decision was, right, what will happen if like what's the best thing that will happen if I make this decision? What is the worst possible outcome? Most of the worst possible outcome is you die, which isn't going to happen. But let's just put that <laughs> down, right? And what is what will happen if nothing changes? That was the one that really got me. If I just stayed where I was at that time, what would happen? So for me, um, the worst things that would happen would I'd lose my business because of my position. I'd been told I'd probably lose that. The second one was obviously people. People would talk about me, but probably get a bad name. I'd lose friends. I'd lose team. I'd lose respect. Um, I might not make any money straight away in my new business, so my finances might go down, blah, blah, blah. Write a list, right? What's the best thing that could happen to me? I could make more money than I ever have. I get to be me. I get to be a part of, be around all these incredible people that already have loved and given me so much in like a couple of weeks. Um, you know, I could get my partner home. I could have that dream house, blah, blah, blah. Like it was 10 times bigger than the shit list, right? It was just like, you know, it could give me everything I've after. And then what would happen if I stay here? And for me, it was like, that was not a choice. There was no way I was staying where I was at. I was either going ahead. I was never, I was already at shit storm. So I was like, well, and like for me, before I even made this decision, people had deleted me off Facebook. I hadn't even left the company. Um, so for me, that was easy. I was like, people haven't even reached out to me to see how I'm doing and I haven't been to an event in like four or five months, these people don't give a shit about me. They don't really care. And um, 
yeah, I just looked at my life and I just did the same. I was just like, I knew for me to move forward and to get to where I got to, I needed to do something completely different. I'd been doing the same thing. It didn't matter how many flyers I put out. didn't matter how many posts. didn't matter how much weight I lost. You know, I was doing challenges and all this stuff and I was still in the same place. Um, so for me, I had to do something completely different. I knew I had to do something crazy and the energy and the alignment around that business just fit for me. And, but to be honest, before I even had made that decision, I hadn't even found that business. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I just knew that that chapter had ended for me. I knew for me to move forward in myself and just to be a happier, less stressed, just enjoy life again. I, I just needed to end that chapter. Um, and I think if you come from a place of love and that's just what I did, I didn't have any grudges about the company. I didn't have, I didn't think about all the negative stuff. Like I knew it could happen. And look, it took about six months for things to actually happen besides people really leaving. Um, but I knew, I already knew that was, that could happen. So it wasn't like a surprise. It's still going to hurt. You're going to have emotions and that's fine. Like, you know, we, it's like any relationship. Sometimes you think that person's going to be in your life forever and then it ends. It's like a breakup. Like you just have to go through those emotions, but then it's okay. And then you find someone so much better and you're like, thank God I broke up with that guy because I wouldn't have this one. Um, but at the time it feels like the world's ending, but yeah, at the end of the day, you got to do what's right for you. And I didn't think about anyone in that decision but myself. And I had to. I didn't think about my team. I didn't think about anyone. I just had to go inside myself and just say, yeah. And I knew for things to truly change in 2018, I had to, I had to get so uncomfortable. And it was. Like people were just like left, right and center like, who are you? Like half the people didn't even know who it was because I was actually me. And some people didn't like that. Some people didn't like the person that I'd become because I wasn't, I wasn't the follower anymore. I wasn't a people pleaser anymore. I wasn't just a no problems attitude. I was sharing the shit. I was being real. I was being open. I shared about my experience in network marketing. Um, and people are going to get defensive. People are going to do that. But to be honest, this is what people will do. They'll sit at a dinner table and be like, oh, my God, did you hear that Jess left? Oh, my God, that's crazy onto their life. People have so much shit in their own life. It's, they're not like the people that left, they won't even talk about me anymore. And if they do, it's because they're looking at how amazing I am and how good my life is. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. what, what so, hurt the most though? What was the hardest thing to get over making that transition? Um, I think just realizing that it was over because all my goals and a lot of my, like thinking about my future and especially financial success, that was my vehicle that I had seen for a long time. I imagine standing up there, being pinned that pin and, you know, a big thing I think was letting people down. I've always found that really hard. Like have, I've always been a people pleaser in a sense. I've always wanted people to like me. I've always felt like I've had the ability for people to like me and I sort of got caught in that story for a long time. So yeah, it was just a sense of letting go, like letting go is hard of anything. Um, yeah. For me, it was just like changing everything and like having to get rid of all the merchandise and all the, the clothes. And I think that was a big process of just like actually being like, okay, this is, 
this is done. There was a period between where I was still a part of the company. I just wasn't um, a part of the business. I was still a user. Um, and I just made the decision I needed to cut ties. I needed, as much as I love some of the products, for me to really move forward, I just didn't want anything to do with it. I just wanted it to be out of my life um, completely. And that worked for me. Um, instead of being one toe in, one toe out, because before it was like, well, maybe one day we'll come back to this. Like it's still there, you know, there's a royalty income still coming in. And yeah, I think too, the way I was treated by a lot of the people in there that I thought were genuine people that loved me for who I am and didn't accept the real me. Um, I just realized that it wasn't, it wasn't my place. They weren't my people. It wasn't my business anymore. And just instead of, being so sad about it just coming from a place of gratitude of five years and what I achieved the people I got to meet the experiences all the things I did to grow as a person um it's been the biggest gift because it's just taught me so much about myself and my relationships and and business and yeah everything so I I don't have any negative energy anymore um it's just a place of of love and gratitude and just moving forward. And I think, you know, life ends, we all die. And I just, I think you just got to think of if you died next year, like, would you be happy? And when you think about like, if someone said to you, you've got cancer, you've only got a year to live. You're not going to be hustling on the phone. You're going to be spending time with people you love. You're going to be out in nature. You're going to be doing things that make you happy. And this year, that's what I've done. Like I spend time doing whatever I want. Um, and the, the bonus is getting paid to do that and finding what your passion is and just trusting that you have that calling for a reason. It, there's a reason why you feel the way you do. And if you've been feeling like, like I did for a couple of years, it ain't going away. Just, there's going to be bigger, bigger challenges that come to you that make you go, I don't have a choice anymore. <laughs> I have to do this. And that's basically what kept happening. More and more things kept coming from the universe to say, you don't freaking do this. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. And um, listen. <laughs> yeah. And I think like I'm 29 this like in a couple of months and I just looked at my life and I like, realized that I wanted to have a family and I just knew that the business structure would not give me the time that I wanted and like I literally outlined everything I was like what if this happened and I, again it came back to the security I didn't see the security in the business I didn't like the fact I had to rely on people and I had given five years like and I just knew that I, I was at a position that I was told I would be free I um, yeah, I, was, I got to that place and I wasn't happy. So getting to the next step above, what's going to be different? Yeah. You know, okay. yes, it's maybe a little bit less work, but then it's not because you have a bigger team. You have more responsibility being a leader. So I just felt like I couldn't see a way to make it fit in my life from what I learned about myself. Yeah. And I mean, what I want people to be able to do is to, re like, to get rid of the smoke and mirrors, like to get just for a moment, tune out 
all the trainings you've heard, tune out the people that say, don't quit or just keep going. You, you know, your success will be there. I keep digging. You're almost at the diamond. Don't ever quit. I want you to just tune all of that out. Tune out the team that you have and you know, that you're worried about letting them down. Tune out your uplines, your mentors that you're worried about letting down. You're worried about disappointing that are telling you don't quit. Don't give up on your goals and just honestly look inside yourself. Yeah. And go, is this what I want? And it's, it, the thing is too, you got to think like you are, they're obviously going to be defensive. You're part of their business. They're going to lose business. They're going to lose money. Like, so it's, it's totally normal for them to be like that. And some people are going to be really nice to you. Some people are just going to be like, I'm really sad because I loved having you a part of the business. And, um, but I want nothing but the best for you. And then you're going to have people who are like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Bam, boom, gone, can't believe it. So, yeah, like you honestly don't know how people are going to react. And, like, the people that, like, some of the people I expected and some of the people that um, happened, I didn't. And I think you just have to just appreciate they're in their own journey. And I just had to put myself in their shoes. Like, looking back a few years ago, when people left, I was the same. I was rude. I didn't have any time for it. They weren't part of my vision. They weren't part of my goals. This business was my vision. This business was my passion. This was my goal. So I did the same thing. So I didn't have any hate towards them. I hadn't like wasn't confused by their decision. I just had to just accept it because I just yeah I just put myself in their shoes and I had been in the same place and I, I just know in a couple more years or maybe it's five years down the track that I maybe they'll reach out maybe they'll say you know I actually did the same like I knew people that left the business a couple of years before I did and I reached out to them and even apologized and um, have reconnected and grown some beautiful relationships with people who have been through the same thing maybe not as as crazy as me but um yeah and it's it's been really nice to be around people who can relate to you as well because it is it's a different thing leaving something you've been a part of for a long, long time. But I mean, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like anything in life. Like you just got to, you got to do what's best for you. Always yeah. got to do what's best for you. And um, yeah, it, you just got to go with your gut and your instinct. And if you have had a feeling, there's a reason for it. Mm. There's a reason there's another chapter for you. And just to like trust, trust the universe and trust that everything is happening for a reason. Even if it feels so shit you feel so lost you feel so broken like even when I was feeling the worst that I felt about myself and my life and everything that I have I had this tiny little like shiny bright star inside my heart just saying it's only going to get better like something's going to come like I remember journaling about the career I wanted and I was like laughing in my head like this doesn't exist like someone doing all the work for you like this is crazy and a couple of weeks later boom I found it so if you just go trust you just got to believe and trust in yourself and in your life and just just know that things are going to get better and yeah when it comes down to it you know live life to the fullest you don't know how long you've got so do things that make you happy I was spending 40 hours of my time doing something that I used to love but I realized I didn't anymore and it's sad when you love something and you don't anymore but then you just move on and you just find what you do love and you do that. So yeah, a lot of it is self-doubt or fear and dive into the fear. Why are you so scared? What is the worst thing that can happen? And 
yeah, once you face the fear and you realize, okay, that's the worst thing that can happen. This is the best thing that can happen. Make, an, make a decision. Yeah. And yeah. And I guess my then, advice as well to anyone listening who does have a team and it will be in that situation. Cause I was the same once I was in the situation where people, you know, in the early, early days of business, people left the business and I just, you know, it was easier pain wise for myself to just cut them out. Yeah. I look back and I've been able to like real build some really strong relationships from that pain. But looking back, it's like now being on the other side, I realize that it's often the people who are cutting you off. It's the, that final decision, which does the damage sometimes. Yeah. That creates that irreparable bridge. So if anyone's listening and you have team and you have, you're a leader within your company, um, and there are people that are going to leave your business. I just want you to remember, be a decent human. Yeah. Like, like extend your personal development beyond one company or one vision or one brand and be a good human and be excited for that person and just send them love wherever their journey is headed. And yeah. that is, that is the difference between people who leave a company and go and do a million YouTube videos on why it's such a shit company and people who leave the company, but still, you know, have love and gratitude for it and still share the love with other people. So yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And I like, there was a lot of things I loved about it. I loved the mission. I did love the products until I couldn't use them. Like, yeah, there was many things, but there was also some big gaps there for myself, for my goals and for where I wanted to go. And I think for me, looking back too, I, I really felt like everything was up, like I had to really push. And that was a big thing for me too. Like I've always known when something's right, it's like a relationship, right? So when you're with someone and you're fighting all the time and you're just constantly having to, you know, accept this person for all these things that really you don't, you're not aligned with. And you just get to a point where you're just like, enough, I can't do this anymore. You know, I'm not happy. And that's obviously when you have to make a decision, are you going to accept this? or you know that you're worth more, you know that you're worth getting flowers, you know that you want someone that doesn't go out and drink every night and never home. Like you get to make the choice of what you have in your life and what type of people you have in your life. And it's the same as your business. So for me, because I was pushing all the time, there was so many times where I can look back now and I could feel that inkling inside me going, why is this so hard for me? Why am I finding this so difficult? Why don't I feel so happy? And then now looking and everything is flow and ease, I sometimes have that different story where I'm like, why is it so easy? <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, where's the bad stuff? And like, it's, it's self-sabotage, right? We have these patterns where we're so used to things that we're like, we start to sometimes bring them back. And that's why, you know, um, working on yourself and understanding your patterns and, and knowing you have them because you do, not just with money, but everything. Everything. Um, everything um yeah like you're never going to change it's just always going to be there so I mean the yeah it's, it's been a crazy ride but it's also been really really incredible like so many of my relationships have changed I just feel so relaxed like my posture is better like I'm not so uptight um I'm just I'm just happy and like there's so many things I want to achieve and there's so much I want to do. But if I died tomorrow, I'd be a happy person because I've really spent the last 12 months being and doing me. And I, you can't do anything better than that. That's life, right? You just got to follow your heart and live life every day. 
Think about people who are in hospital right now that can't, can't move, you know, people who are homeless, people who are, you know, they don't have any arms or legs right now and they're motivational speakers. Um, and there was one thing Oprah said that I wanted to share was everything you're thinking about doing to me has been done to you. Like there's a ripple effect for everything. So just come from a place of kindness. If you are always kind, if you always do the right thing, even when people don't see it, it will come back to you tenfold. So yeah, just think about that when someone leaves your business or um, you decide to do that. Like if you're doing everything from a place of kindness and just, yeah, I think the way you communicate is key too. You know, I didn't just leave and then join another business and was like flaunting it all over my Facebook and, you know, it was like, my business is better than yours, blah, blah, blah. I really, yeah, came from that place of love and gratitude. I had intention in the conversations I had. I had intention in my messages with my leaders and my team. And I think that was a massive difference between maybe some people who have left businesses and gone to other ones. Um, but yeah, just, just do what feels right for you because that's always true. Awesome. So closing out our message to everyone, if you are in network marketing and you have that inkling that it's not right, that you need a change, that you're not happy, that this is not what you want to do, we just want you to know that there is a life after network marketing and you can still achieve every single goal you have. You just mm -hmm. don't have to keep bashing your head against the wall with one different way. Because once you can open up the doors to a million different other ways that you can achieve the same goal. It's really, really exciting and empowering. So thank you, Jess, for hanging out with me. We could literally talk about this for hours, I'm sure, and go <laughs> deeper into this. But if people want to find out more or see more of your stuff or keep being inspired by you, where can they find you? Um, so my business page is a happy life J and C on Facebook, or you can just actually connect with me on my Facebook page, Jessica W. Davey. Um, and yeah, just send me a message. Just have a chat. I love connecting with people. I'm happy to share more of my story. Um, and yeah, just see where it is that your next, your next step is because yeah, if you are having that inkling, there's a new direction for you and don't get scared about it. Get excited because everything that you want is, you know, behind that fear, behind that, that inkling that you have and just to trust it. It's like you had the, the ball, the lady balls to start your business in the first place, to jump into the yeah. field of network marketing when it's so scary and so stigmatized, have that same lady balls, take that jump, follow that fear because that's going to lead you to the next level now. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thanks for chatting with me, Jess. Bye. Thank you. Bye. If you loved this episode, please subscribe and leave me a little love note by tagging me at sexy underscore selfish. To check out more of the Sexy Selfish podcast or to grab some of my little goodies, head on over to the freebie hub at www.sexyselfish.com. It's totally free and it's jam packed with hours and hours of content for you. Thank you so much for being here with me today on The Sexy Selfish Show and showing up today to become the best version of you. 
I am sure you got so much out of today's episode and I know that I really did as well. If there is someone in your life who would really benefit from hearing this episode and some of the things we shared about, please share it with them right now. It's as easy as just sharing the link and you could literally change someone's life. Remember, it is time to stop delaying your happiness. Thank you.